<laughs> now that's an entrance. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing we're not going over with Giants and football team since we were a day or two late. I mean, we were perfect on all our calls. We said that the Washington football team was going to end up winning by a field goal. I mean, we talked about all this, right? So we were perfect on that game. We, we didn't. I know. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm making us look a little better than what we are. I appreciate you tuning in. And I want to thank everyone. We had nine listens on the last episode. I think that was the most. That was a record amount of listens on the last episode. Big shout out to Lexi, who left us a nice little message. And uh, also, football guy's friend Brian, who wants to be on the show. We're going to try to figure something out to make that work. I think that we should. If he wants to be on the show, how much football knowledge do you think Brian has? Uh... Uh, well, we're going to see. Uh, football bad. guy tried to, to quiz him, but was also asking a lot of unfair questions about long snappers and things that even I don't know. And the reality is you don't need to know those things because football guy, you lost last week. I, I was 12 and 9. Uh, football guy finished 11 and 10. That being said, one thing I wanted to talk about here to kick off the show, it was a tough week. 12 underdogs covered the spread. 12. And for the first time since 1983, not to date myself, but that's the year that I was born, the underdogs had a winning record of 9-7. and seven. So you want to talk about the books and everybody kind of having everything all over the place and not knowing what to expect in week one. There were some absolute shockers. The Vikings-Bengals game could have kind of went either way. Um, you called the Pats-Dolphins wrong. That was kind of a pick em. Dolphins ended up winning it on a late uh, Patriots fumble. Uh, we were perfect on the Rams and the Broncos. I picked the Raiders to beat the Ravens, but it what a showdown. Right. That game could have went got either it way. Right. I did get it right. Um, and what else do we have? We had the Panthers, did a nice job. Eagles, easy win there. And boy, oh boy, the Lions came back. Uh, really good one for the Lions as they came back. And um, let me see here. I'm looking through my nights. Shocked about the Colts. The Colts defense was phenomenal last year. They sucked. I can't say anything else about it. They kind of sucked. Um, the Bills, huge shocker too. The Bills, one of the best teams in the AFC. They ended up blowing it uh, with a loss to the Steelers and that dreaded offensive line looked just as dreaded as I think what? I said in the first podcast. But somehow, the Steelers were still able to win. Which one will we be starting with this week? Browns and Texans? Texans, Browns, whatever you want to call it. Why, you need to get all your injury news reports? Um, all right, let's start. Uh, in my books, I got the 49ers and the Eagles. This game is actually really, really close. Considering I would expect the Niners to be gigantic favorites, now that we got all our introductions uh, the, out of the, the way. The 49ers are without Travis Benjamin, Jason Verrett, Raheem Mostert, that's a big one. They have no Jalen Hood, no Richie James, and Javon Kinlaw are questionable. As well as Eric Armstead. I don't feel like they can ever have Kinlaw playing. Well, I feel Willis, like he's always Willis hurt. Willis out, too. And for the Eagles, without McLeod and Marcus Epps is questionable. I think you mean McLeod, but... Uh, McLeod, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to get down to it. One o'clock games here. We're going to start with the 49ers and Eagles. And unfortunately, I'm sorry, a uh, little busy schedule with school and work. Didn't get to record prior to Thursday, but like I said, we would have been all over the football team. Uh, truthfully speaking, we would have been all over the football team. That was a close game and a really good effort by the Giants. But again, the Giants starting the season out 2-0. What do you got here for me, football guy? 49ers, Eagles, we need to rebound. We need a much better week than we had last week because let's face it, 
the football guy doesn't finish 11 and 10. The football guy knows his stuff. You went over some of the injuries. Who do you got in this one? Um, I'm saying I'm gonna say the Eagles on this one. Okay. I say that Jalen Hurts had a really good week one. Obviously, 264 yards. Miles Sanders also had a good game. Um. Uh, you're going sure, Eagles. True for the 49ers. Seattle, Elijah Mitchell might have a good game for sure with most of out. But I think the 49ers just have too much injuries and that the Eagles are going to win this one. Well, and I would imagine, too, we're going to finally see Trey Sermon, which we saw so much hype in the offseason about. I'm going 49ers. I think the 49ers defense is way too strong, way too good. Um, plus, they have a multidimensional offense, too. They showed they can run the ball. They had some nice deep balls down the field. The one that I can recall is Debo Samuel. Um, a lot of reasons to love the 49ers. Um, I would just do money line type stuff. I don't know if I would. I mean, they're three-point favorites to win. So we're right out of the gate, we're differing out here. But, you know, you bring in Trey Lance for a few plays. The Niners have got it. Um, I think this is actually an easy win for them. I, I'm actually going to say they could probably win by by a touchdown, possibly even more than that on the Eagles. The Eagles look good. I agree with you there, but you have to take into account they played the Falcons, and the Falcons do not have a good that defense. That is true, but... All right, yeah, let's so move it along. You looked at the... I mentioned the 49ers injuries. They're not the healthiest team, that's for sure. Well, I mean, they've, they but they've dealt the with Eagle, that in the past, the Eagles, and their key players aren't missing. The Eagles have... So more players out than I listed, but it's just, like, backups and, like, stuff that's not going to matter much. Okay, well. Honestly, Cameron Clark, the tackle, might matter a little bit, but not much. We will uh, we will see Sunday. Let's move on. Los Angeles Rams and the Indianapolis Colts. I'll tell you what. I'm looking at the first few games here. All these games are close. They're almost pick'ems. The Rams are favored by three um, and a half. The Rams have an impressive win. The Colts, very disappointing loss. Carson Wentz looked lost. They couldn't get Jonathan Taylor going like I thought Jonathan Taylor would get going. And the defense was miserable. This is an injury, the, injury play game, Rams, especially for the Colts. The Rams only without Kaiser due to an Achilles injury. But if you look at the Colts, yeah, you did have a point. Xavier Rhodes will be out. Um, That's it, huge. T.Y. T, T. Hilton out again. Eric Fisher will be questionable at tackle. Paris Campbell is questionable. Desmond Patman is out. Uh, Michael P Michael Pittman's questionable. Quiddy Pay is questionable. Okay. This stuff that's like the other things too is 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 this isn't fully updated. This is the Saturday right before game day. And there's there's Corey Willis is questionable too. Quentin Nelson, I believe, on their offensive line also has not practiced almost all week. Darius Leonard is in question as well, which is also not on your injury report. I could be wrong about him. These it's are a, significant have, injuries. When I looked at the Ravens, it didn't have Dobbins, Edwards, or Hill on those. So. Well, I think so they're a given at this point that they're just ruled out for the year. So, But the Colts are missing a lot of key pieces. They looked like hot garbage last week. I can't see them pulling this out. I don't want to skew how you're going to go on this one. Rams, Colts. Colts have been kind of favored. Who do you think wins? And do you think the Col if you were to give the Colts four points, do you think the Colts would be the better pick? What no, are you thinking on this one? No, I think I think the Rams. Um, Rams all the way. Stafford at three hundred plus yards in week one. Um, as you mentioned, Taylor had seventeen carries, only averaging three point twenty nine yards a carry. Okay. I'm going Rams. All right, he's going Rams. I'm going Rams as well. Again, a lot of injuries on the Colts. Very disappointing week. Maybe I'm just kind of 
hate picking here too because the Colts really disappointed me out of the gate. Um, I, I didn't love Carson Wentz, and if he's missing two key offensive linemen, it's only going to get worse. I got the Rams all the way. I would even say the Rams easily win this one by a touchdown, if how, not 10 points. This, I think this is an easy pick how again. How about this too? Matthew Stafford had five, despite having five less completions, Stafford had less than 10 incomplete passes. That's impressive. Pretty he, accurate. He He's threw, got a good receiving he core. He threw it 26 times and completed it 20 times. Higby's come and, along as a great tight end. They got Cooper Cup. They got Co Robert Woods. Carson Wentz had to throw 12 more times than Stafford, only to have only five more completions. Right. So, again, community that's out there. Hopefully we get up over the 10 mark on listens and get some likes, some messages. We love the one Lexi left us. Let's do this. Um... We, we got to make all our picks right. So we're both going Rams. Heavily favored there for me and the football guy. Another really close kind of pick em game. Chicago Bears got embarrassed by the Rams last week. The Bengals had a surprising win. Looked pretty powerful kind of on both sides of the ball. I, I think the Vikings are a pretty good team. Dalvin Cook's one of the best running backs. They kept Dalvin Cook in check. We got the Bengals. We got the Bears. This game could be a pick em too. There's something on the floor that keeps bothering me. There's like a hair there. On your foot? Yeah, there's, it's on the gun. That's why you saw me like this multiple times. We're going all over the place in this <laughs> one, folks. We're not just delving in on football. We're delving in on, on personal problems here, too. Okay. I uh, even shot about two basketballs. And you, yeah, you were playing basketball, which was a tad distracting, but yeah. I digress. All right, Bengals, Bears, football guy. You do it first. I don't want to let my opinion get in the way. Bengals 1-0, Bears 0-1, an embarrassing loss. What are you going with on this one? First, I'd like to mention um, Trey Waynes is, will be out. Um, Khaled Kareem, Adenji Osai all out for the Bengals. And then for the Bears, Jason Peters questionable, Robert Quinn questionable, Danny Trevathan is out. Um, Marquise Goodwin is questionable, Eddie Goldman's doubtful, Jordan Lucas is questionable, and Darnell Mooney is questionable. Um... Now, you could pick this game straight up. Yeah. If you decide, you can give the Bengals a three-point edge, meaning they get a bonus three points. What are I, you thinking on this one, though? I'm saying that the Bengals will win. You think the Bengals will win? Okay. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what. I Literally, my initial knee-jerk reaction was pass. I'd stay away from this game. I think the Bears... Looked worse than they actually are against a really good Rams team. And I think the Bengals look better than they actually are. But I got to go Bengals. I would take the points with it. I, I would take about three say, points with it. I'm also saying, though, the Bills, as I mentioned, have a lot of key injuries that could bother them during the game. And, and I think when it boils down to it, you and I are probably both not Andy Dalton fans. There might be a little bit of a revenge factor in this game, considering Dalton was kind of dumped by the Bengals. So there is that. But I don't... I just don't love their dynamic. I think they've got a good running back. I think they got a better defense than the Bengals. But Burrow can make some plays, and I, I, I just got to say, I think a, an emotional, huge overtime win. Yeah. I would say Bengals an, plus three, but this another, game I would typically it, pass on. Here's another interesting statistic. Joe Burrow threw two touchdowns in week one. Dalton did not throw one. Instead, he threw an interception. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. So we'll see what happens, though. Again, Dalton played a very tough defense. It should be a lot easier for him against the Bengals. All right, continue with the 1 o'clock games. we got the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. Let's talk a little bit about last week. New Orleans shocked the world. Another underdog and a huge upset. Yeah. 
against the Packers. They made the Packers look terrible. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers have that bad of a game. I was shocked at how good Winston did. Um, However, though, you have to... And you also have to keep in mind, the Saints are... Like, they'd definitely be better when they're back to full, but if you look at the injury list, it's a problem for sure. Do you think the Saints have a problem with their injuries? Nick Vanette is out. Um, Quan Alexander out. Chase Hansen out. Michael Thomas is out. P.J. Williams questionable. Ken Crawley is out. I don't think these are any different, though, from week one, and they beat the Packers, who are a much better team. Um, Poole is out. Kappa Sagan's questionable. Um... Will Lutz is out again. Will Clapp is out. Dalton, McCoy, Greenridge. I mean, it takes up the entire page of your tablet. Johnson, David Animana, Dylan Sona. Okay, so give us your pick. What do you think it is? So Carolina, let's just let's. Gardner Johnson is not out. He's questionable. Okay, let's. And then the Panthers are without AJ Boye and Troy Pride. Okay. Both corners. That's really the only problem there. So the Panthers are 1-0 as well. Sam Darnold looked pretty decent, but again, it was against the Jets. So uh, we have to take it with a grain of salt. How good the Panthers actually are, I'm not sure. They got a handful of good receivers, though. Robbie Anderson, Moore, Terrence Marshall. And They've got receivers. Like, some of the people the Saints were thrown to last week, like, yeesh. They were thrown to... Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Um, Juwan Johnson... Why does he even move to tight end? Adam Troutman, um, Deontay Harris, Marquez Callaway, Chris Hogan got a 10 yard touchdown. Uh, running back Tony Jones, Alvin Kamara had three catches, Ty Montgomery, who, believe it or not, and this is actually Ty Montgomery listed. Well, that's the thing, they got everybody this involved. Is Montgomery listed as a receiver. Against but... a pretty good Packers team. Well, he goes back and forth between yeah. running back and receiver, that but is let's. True. That's why he's number 88. Let's not keep him waiting. We do have one less game, seeing that we're doing this late. What do you got? Saints, Panthers, who you got? I'm taking the Saints on this one. I think they had an impressive week one. I'm seeing like a lot of young players that could be important for them against the Panthers. However, I, do, I definitely want McCaffrey to have a good game because he's my running back in fantasy. But <laughs> And he could give the Saints some problems, but again, it's such an impressive win. Yeah. Maybe I'm overreacting. I agree with you. I'm taking the Saints as well. I think the Saints can win this one by a touchdown and possibly 10 points again. I'm surprised the line is as close to the way that it is. It's got the Saints as three-point favorites, but that's close. I would take them on the money line just to be safe. If but you, I think the Saints can run away with this one. If you look, though... The Saints only have about four major, like, they only have, like, four injuries to actual starters on their offense. Right, which isn't bad. Even though it looks bad when you're looking at your tablet, Yeah, it's not nearly as bad. My, All right. My tablet's, like, like, it's a lot bigger than a phone for sure, but, like, I can actually scroll down a bit with how many injuries they have. And then the Panthers have four. Right, so not three, a big deal for the Panthers. However, three of them are two corners and a, de- a defensive back and a long snapper. Not going to matter much. Not going to matter. Secondary's a little beat up, but... Okay, let's not keep them waiting. Let's keep it going. Sunday, 1 o'clock, we got the Houston Texans, who came off a marvelous win last week. Very unexpected win. Couldn't believe how bad Jacksonville looked. Tyrod Taylor looked great. Mark Ingram looked like he was 10 years younger. They'll play the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Browns upset me a little bit. They had chances to win. I called them over the Chiefs. Thought they could win an Arrowhead. What was I thinking? Again, Kansas City with another opening uh, week win. It, it looks like you could be right for a little bit there. I mean, technically, I think if you took the points with the Browns, you could have pulled off a victory. I'm 
Brownies let me down, but we got the Texans, we got the Browns. What do you got, football guy? Okay, first I'd like to mention um, Pharaoh Brown and Kim Ugul Hill are questionable for Texans, and Deshaun Watson, as everybody knows, is out. Then you look at the Browns. J.C. Treader is questionable. Chris Hubbard is out. Troy Hill is questionable. Odell Beckham is out. Ryan Switzer is out. You think Odell Beckham is ever going to get back and suit up? At this point, Maybe I don't even believe it. Yeah. Ronnie Harrison out, is out. Stephen Carlson is out. Mean dude, Jedrick Willis is questionable. I'm starting to think this guy's more of a I cheerleader Jed- than anything. I think Jedrick Willis forgot his shoulder pads in the Baker Mayfield commercial. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah, he was selling them at a yard sale. All right. <laughs> Enough of all that. Make the pick. Football guy, what do you got in this one? Texans and um, Browns. I'm taking Cleveland on this one. I know that they had a disappointing end to the Chiefs last week, but they look good and against the Chiefs out of all teams they look good against. Right, they have a lot of weapons. They, they, they have a very good defense. The, they were the best team in the AFC last year, and the Browns almost beat them. So For that, anybody that is betting, though, what do you, I mean, so the so the Browns are high favorites. Yeah. This is one of the big ones of the 1 o'clock game. I saw game. that before the game. The Browns, it's almost two touchdowns. Big. I saw that before. Like, they're up by, they're favored by 10 points. By by 13, to be exact. 13. Do you think the Browns can beat them by two touchdowns? Um, I'm going to say yes. Um, I do. I didn't like Tyrod Taylor when they announced it at but he had 291 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions in week one. He looked better than well, what anybody well, thought. Ba- well, Baker Mayfield only had 321 and an interception. Right. But, we're hoping Baker, especially me, because I have him on my fantasy football team, throws some touchdowns. With the Texans, the listed running back is David Johnson, who's three carries, 10 yards. Nobody take him in fantasy. Well, Mark Ingram um, got the bulk yeah. of the carries on that one, though, too. Nick, so that was kind of surprising. Um, Nick Chubb, though, was the one that really helped the Browns. Because even though you see Mayfield's 321 yards, he, he had one interception and no touchdowns. Well, the interception was huge. And it cost them the game. Chubb, Nick Chubb had 83 yards, two touchdowns. He did have a fumble, but still had a good game. Correct. All right, let's move it along. Didn't... Jarvis Landry caught all five of his targets. I forgot to mention that. Okay, that's a good little tidbit, too. Maybe we could dive into some props if we have some time left. But Tyrod Taylor and Mayfield completed the same amount of passes. And Tyrod Taylor... Let's just say it like this. Tyrod Taylor threw it 33 times, completed 21 passes. Mayfield threw it 28 times and completed 21 passes. Tyrod... Had 291 yards, Mayfield had 321 Baker was yards. more efficient against a better defense. Let's just put it that way. So, yeah, I mean, we're all over the but Browns. T- but Tyrod Taylor, though, was more... Like, Tyrod Taylor was more like you saw Jameis Winston last week. Had, like, 150 yards and five touchdowns. Right. It's 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 really a shock. Was Tyrod Taylor or Jameis Winston the bigger surprise of week one? And I, I it's, a, it's a real toss-up. Um, another nice surprise, the Denver Broncos and Teddy Bridgewater. They come off a huge win against the Giants. They made the Giants look foolish to the point where the Giants were blocking their own guys. Broncos take on the Jags. The Jags we just talked about in the latter. They got embarrassed by the Texans. Looked yeah. terrible in Urban Meyer's debut. Um, Who do you got here in this one? The that, Broncos are uh, six-point favorites. I have to mention for the Broncos, Glasgow, Glasgow is out. Doubtful, actually, but soon to be out. Ronald Darby is out. Deshaun Hamilton is out. Boone is out. Um, Bellamy is out. Jerry Judy. I am in a way happy that Jerry Judy's out because the team I'm playing in fantasy has him. 
Yeah, he um, rolled his ankle, and he could be out for a few weeks, and very uh, little injuries I'm seeing here for the Jags. The Jaguars, yeah, only Tavon Austin out, McQuaylee questionable, Trey Hunton out, or whatever his name is, um, Tilly, and Tilly Godwin out. That's... Okay, so give me your pick. Broncos are favored here. What do you got? Um, I'm going to say Jags pull off an upset. You're going Jags on the upset after that terrible outing against the Texans. I... Why? Tell everyone why. Well... Even though Trevor, Trevor Lawrence had three interceptions, he threw for 332 yards and three touchdowns. But he had to because also, they were down by so much. Also, though, James Robinson just only had five carries, so we can't tell if he had a good game well or not. He had only five yards a carry, five carries, 25 yards. So and you think they'll get James Robinson more involved and, and yeah. things will look a little better yeah. for the Jags, okay? And they targeted DJ Choke 12 times. He only had three catches for 86 yards on CD. Hey, I love you for doing the gall to get out there and take an underdog like that. I am shocked. That's probably not the underdog I would pick, but uh, a good one. Now, let's get to you one of the... saw the underdogs last week. I mean, you can't blame me for that. Mm-hmm. Um... One o'clock games. One of the better ones on the slate. The Buffalo Bills meet the Miami Dolphins. This one should be a good one. The Bills, again, an underwhelming week one performance. The Dolphins squeezed one out barely, and it was because of a Damian Harris fumble. Right now, the Buffalo Bills don't are you favored have, to win by three and a half. Do you Damian Harris on your fantasy team? I do, and it was embarrassing that that um, cost me some points. Starlulai and Gabriel Davis, both questionable, as well as Ifo Bada and Duke Williams for the Bills. Cox out. Um, for the Dolphins, they have no Allen Hoons, no Wolfville. His suspension was lifted, but personal, he'll be out. Laquan Davis will be out, and so will Adam Pankey. But then again, they don't need it. Well, uh, you know, they they have yeah. what Preston Williams. They have Waddle looked really good. They have Jasicki. They have some weapons. I am going to say that the Bills rebound this week. Okay, you got the Bills on this one. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the same thing. I feel like the Dolphins are a little too one-dimensional. Josh Allen had one touchdown, no interceptions, and 270 yards. Singletary averaged 6.55 yards a carry, having tw- having and only 11 carries, having 72 yards. Yeah, the, and, bill, the Bills are hungry and, for a win. They, they weren't coming yeah, out to Diggs, lose. They paid Josh Allen a lot of money. Diggs was targeted 14 times, caught nine of them for 69 yards. And again, they, they that's you know the way the oh, script the, was. They were trailing with Pittsburgh late. You have to watch Devontae Poku this week, I say, because he has four catches, eighty-one yards in week one. Okay, so you think Parker's going to have an explosion type game? He could. I say it's possible. Not hot. Not very likely, but it's definitely possible. He's a guy to keep the keep your eye on, right? Yeah, he, had, he averaged twenty point twenty-five yards a catch. In week one. Okay. Well, Stephon Diggs only averaged 7.67. So, if you're doing daily fantasy, Devontae Parker, football guy, says keep your eye on him. You might get a good value there. Let's move across to the 1 o'clock games. Now, both of us picked the Bills in that one over the Dolphins, so a little shade to to Gaga's team, the Dolphins, (laughs) but we'll move on. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders, they travel to the East Coast. They never do well with that. The Steelers are climbing as huge favorites. They're almost up to a full touchdown. Well, here's why, though. The Raiders... Have no Richie Incognito, no Denzel Good, no Gerald McCoy, no Nevin Lawson, no Kiewitowski, no Mariota. But they have Yannick. Yeah. Yannick is supposed to play despite Patrick a hamstring injury Patrick and leaving Ron- early Monday. Patrick on and Carl Nassib are questionable. Rashard is out. Moikwell Lee is out. Y- Yannick is active, even though this is most as questionable. Um, Javin White out. This is the big one, though. 
Josh Jacobs is out with a yeah, toe injury. Completely rolled out, so they'll have they, to go with Kenyon Drake. They also have Nixon out with a leg injury. They so. took a lot of heat for picking up Drake, but now seeing how, you know, and Josh then, Jacobs couldn't pull the, the whole load on Monday night the, either. The Steelers have Joe Hayden questionable. Stephen Tuitt is out. Zach Banner out. Demarcus Christmas questionable. Zach Gentry questionable. Deion Bush questionable. His name is Christmas? Yep, Demarcus Christmas. Get a little bit of Christmas um, this Sunday. And Anthony McFarland is out. I guess lack of Christmas, though, if he's questionable. Okay, so injuries <laughs> definitely seem to be more staggering on the Raiders' side. They also travel from the West Coast to the East Coast. Being a Raider fan, they don't do well with that. An emotional win. Could be an emotional high. We'll see how they kind of come out. Who do you got in this one? Steelers, easily. You got the Steelers easily. Um, if Jacobs was active, it might have been a different story. The Steelers but... have an absolute awful offensive line. Um, and I think the Raiders played phenomenally, especially if they get Yannick and Crosby, if Yannick could stay in the whole game. I'm not sure. What was the status on Nassib? Did you read anything on him? Um, I mentioned, yeah, he's, a, he's questionable with a pectoral injury. We might see the, uh, you know, Cleveland Farrell sighting. I, I don't know what we'll get I out of him, but. I have seen a, a ton of stuff on Nassib. If Nassib happens to be out, Cleveland Farrell could have a good game. I, I, I want to say I, the Steelers I, win this one. I, I was, don't see any news here on Carl Nassib, but he's, like, his status is something definitely to keep an eye on. I hate to go against the Raiders. Especially, I would, especially if somebody's clearly on Farrell in fantasy. Okay. I hate to go against the Raiders. I think if you give them 10 points, I think they can hold this together. But the 1 o'clock thing bothers me. Being the fan for so long, I've watched them play terrible on the East Coast. For some reason, they always seem to show up against the Steelers. I think they're going to wreak havoc on Roethlisberger. I don't expect a great game there. I don't even think Najee Harris will have a chance to really run. I think it's going to be a lot more difficult to score points for the Steelers than you would think. Najee Harris averaged only 2.81 yards a carry in week one. 46 and a half points. I think this game stays under 50. I think it stays under that. I think this is going to be back and forth. To keep your eye on out. There's any prop bets for targets or catches for Waller. Make sure to take it. Yeah, I was going to say Waller was was targeted a ton. He was targeted 19 times. Caught it 10 times. So that's just over 50% catching the ball. He had 105 yards. That is 10.5 yards, 10.5 yards a catch. Um, Juju struggled a bit, I would say. 4 for 52. I expected him to have a little higher than that. Okay. I've made my decision on this. You pick Steelers. I'm going to do a little something different. If you can do an alternate line at plus 10, I'd take Las Vegas. I think they're underrated in this spot. I I just hate the Steelers' offensive line so much. It's going to be tough. The, let's put it this way. The way that the Steelers can beat Las Vegas is with a deep ball. I don't think they can have their receivers get out fast enough because, one, the defensive line is so much more improved than Las Vegas, and, and, and Ben can't move. How is... Raiders, so if you give 10 points the to the Raiders... How do the have a good offensive line? You've been saying no, for you... defensive line. Oh, defensive line. Defensive line with is With Yannick good, yes. and, and yes. with Crosby played out of his mind. Give me the Raiders with a 10-point cushion on this one. And it's shocking because everybody's all over the Steelers on this one. Trust me, I've listened to a bunch if, of, of podcasts for this. McCoy out, too. We could see some Kendall Vickers. But again, I don't like the Raiders to win. I think the Steelers are going to win. It's going to be heartbreaking, but I, I do like the Raiders if you're going to give them a ten-point cushion, which is, should be a reasonable alternate line you can take. Um, all right, 
Let's go to the Patriots and the Jets. I knew you were going to the Patriots had a, uh, a a tough game. I think this is the last of the one o'clock games, so of course I you knew. So. Tons of injuries um, that football guy has yeah. pulled up. What do we like here? Stephon Gilmore out for the Patriots. Kyle Van Noy out for the Patriots as well. Um, Trent Brown questionable. Trey Fermangali is out. Jono Smith is questionable. Laquan McMillan's out. Kajusi's questionable. The backup oh, Jared Jono. Stidham is out. Cowart's out. And Kill Harry's out. Dalton Keene is out. Kill Harry, even, nobody cares even about. Even the kicker, Quinn Norton, is out. Wow. And what do we they, got on the other have, side? They have Nick Folk, though, so that'll be fine. The Jets also have a bunch of injuries. Tons of injuries. They, Vinny Curry. The Jets have no Vinny Curry, as you just mentioned. No Marcus Joyner. Jameson Cloud is questionable. No Connor McDermott. No Neesman. No Lawson. No Hampton. No um, Chuma Adogas questionable. No Ashton Davis. No Clark. Um, no Mackay Becton. That could be a big problem for them. Right. Anything on that offensive line could cause issues. What are you thinking here for this one? Um... I kind of hate to do it, but I'm going to say Patriots. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going the same way. I don't I did, love the Jets. The Jets did, struggled against the Panthers. The Patriots did, are a better team. I remember not liking it when you took Mac Jones at the fantasy draft and all. But Mac Jones had 281 yards in week one. Zach Wilson. The Jets would be better the, if they were Zach, in the NFC. Zach Wilson threw, threw the ball nine less times. He completed nine less passes. And only threw it to... The ball two last time. Then Mac Jones. But but even though Zach Wilson complete, completed nine less than Mac Jones, he only had about twenty three less yards. Right. So I mean, I, I think Mac Jones has a big game. I think the Patriots can win this one pretty easily. I'm shocked. It's only basically six point margin. I think the Patriots can win this one by fourteen. They're a much better improved team through free agency. They had a pretty good draft. And Mac Jones looked pretty good against a very difficult, stingy Dolphins defense. I'd imagine he can really open it up against the Jets. Aguilar looks good. I didn't even expect him to play last week. Uh, I think he's got some weapons. And I know a lot of people hating on Damian Harris for that fumble. Stevenson also fumbled the ball. So, I mean, there could even be a third running back in the mix. Uh, apparently, from what I'm hearing, Belichick will put you in the doghouse with the fumble, especially that it causes a game. However, yeah, Harris Damian, was good the whole Damian game. Damian Harris, they said, they said Damian Harris will have less touches because of the fumble. We'll see what the experts say. The experts are calling that, but once the game's done, we'll see what happens. I think Harris, I don't think he'll have it. Well, I think he'll have a good game. I think he really will have a good game. So I, I feel like that's all nonsense. I, I say, you know, one fumble. Harris has been pretty solid. He had a great game last week against, again, a stingy Dolphins defense. Let's move it along here. Uh, four o'clock games. Let's kick her off. Atlanta Falcons, Buccaneers. Let's start it off there. Man, the Buc Buccaneers Not have a much it. easier game here. I was on in the Vikings. Um, for the Falcons, Falcons without Central Andrews, backup quarterback A.J. McCarron, Mike Pinnell questionable, Jaden Graham and Sheffield are out. For the Bucks, there without Watson, um, Murphy Bunting, which could be pretty big, and the linebacker Gill is out. Okay, but not well, too bad for the Bucks. This one's kind of unfair again. I mean, obviously the Bucks are favored. The Bucks are favored by twelve and a half. Surprise, it's not a full 13, 14 points. You don't even need. You don't even need to ask me to. to know you got Bucks all the way here on this yeah. one. No upset special. Definitely not. I definitely have the Bucks as well. I would say I would I, I would be comfortable I taking them even also, with twelve and a half. Gronk had a huge game. 
Antonio he Brown cut, had cut, a huge game. I mean, he yeah, has weapons all Brown, over the place. Brown caught all eight of his targets for 90 yards and two touchdowns. The only thing that would scare me without big this spread is... the guy I'm playing had, had Gronk, but started George Kittle. Uh, taking your foot a little bit off the throttle. Well, I can't say I blame them. I mean, having Gronk and Kittle, that's quite a luxury. Um, Kittle's and, usually the guy, though. I mean, he's top three tight end. Antonio Brown had 5 for 121 last week. All right. Let's move on, because that one's an easy one. Bucks all the way on that one. Uh, the only way that really would be of any value if you're going to put it in a parlay. Money line's going to be tough on that one, being that they're such big favorites. All right, 4:05 game. Minnesota Vikings and the Arizona Cardinals. You're already looking this one yep. up. Vikings looking to rebound. Cardinals shocked everyone. A magnificent performance by Kyler Murray. Uh, they spread the ball around. They just looked good. What do you got in this one, football um, guy? For the Vikings, Everson Griffin Anthony Barr, both out, as well as Irv Smith, who was done for the season, and Christian Derrissaw. It was also Kane Nwangwu um, is out. Eric Kendrick's questionable. You're really putting yourself in some hard situations, and, pronouncing and then, every single injury on here with names like that. Not, not even every injury. I'm just listing like, the ones that can be important. Cardinals, without Crawford, Kennard, um, Banjo is questionable, Beecham is questionable, and Phillips is questionable. Phillips is actually out. All right, what do you got in this one? Cardinals, I'm taking the Vikings, Car what do you got? I'm taking the Cardinals. I loved what they did in week one. I thought that it was really good. Um, I also had DeAndre Hopkins on my fantasy team, so I was happy about that. I guess you were. I did I mean, have um, Chase Edmonds benched. Moore played great. How did Edmonds do? I didn't even really see. 12 carries, 63 yards, and he... And again, it was, you know, I mean, they were, they, they well, I guess they I could also, have. They were winning the whole Justin, time. I also Justin Jefferson, but he didn't have much aside from that touchdown. Right, and I don't know, you know, how it's going to be. He the Cardinals. Had, he would have had like four points, but then he had the touchdown. He had like ten, so. Cardinals were a big surprise. And what I think is really shocking is everyone in the AFC West and everyone in the NFC West is undefeated. Uh, the Cardinals were supposed to be basement dwellers you know with this you know having the seahawks and having the 49ers and you know all these good teams in that that division and here they are we're picking them i'm going cardinals as well this one is four point favorite for the cardinals um minnesota struggled up and down with the with the with the Bengals. cousins did his usual stuff it just wasn't enough i'm going cardinals on this one love the way kyler murray played finally feel like maybe they've they've got it together they definitely have the weapons and I think they're starting to adapt to Kingsbury's way of, of, of doing things. So we're both on the Cardinals. We got the Titans. Major disappointment in the Titans, especially after an amazing offseason where they pick up Julio Jones. They already had A.J. Brown play incredible. And they have one of the best running backs out there. This week, the Titans have, no, have Bud Dupree questionable. No Sam Ficken, the kicker. Bud um, Dupree's a huge one. And again, that was part of their good offseason. just questionable, but still... Um, no Johnson. They, they have no Coley. Fosco is questionable. I want to know who their kicker is. They have no Sam Ficken and they have no Taco Buchanan. Who the heck is their kicker? Well, they better figure it out because they they're probably going to be kicking some field goals. They don't have Dwayne Nevins or Manny Hooker either. Bring up the practice squad. Um, Seahawks looks a little bit better injury-wise. Seahawks. No Ethan Pockick. Um, Rashad Penny, doubtful. No Ben Burkoven. Um, former Raven Nigel Warrior out. That's not gonna matter like at all. Um, no, jo no John Osa either. Um, D Dwayne Esk D Dwayne or whatever his name is Eskridge. 
is doubtful. All right. So you looked at the injuries. You looked at the stats. Give us your pick on this one. Seahawks are favored to win by about a touchdown at this point. What do you got? I say upset by the Titans. <laughs> you stole my thunder. I think the Titans turned the ship around on this one. I'm shocked at how well the Seahawks played. I'm Not in particular their offense, because I always expect Russell Wilson to really bring it. But their defense looked completely sharp against the Colts. They had Wentz rattled. But again, I'm not really sold on Carson Wentz as my starting quarterback either. I'm going to say the Titans right the ship. I, I think they're way too good of a team to fall 0-2. That would be the incredible. they got to win this one. The Titans kicker will be Randy Bullock. Randy Bullock it's going to be. And, and I mean, they, they, um, they'll Chuck, do okay Chuck with that. Chuck McCann was out like all of last year anyway. And Sam Ficken was out to like week six. Played to like week nine and then was out for the season again. So they uh, they figured out a way to adapt. So we're both on the Titans on this one. Shocker. If they're going to give you a touchdown in points, I say take it. Bud Dupree, the injury worries me a little bit, but hey, they didn't have him last year. We'll see what they can do this year. Both football guy and dad are on the Titans on this one as an upset special. So I guess our uh, underdog of the day. You want to do a bark or a howl or something like that? No, we're just going Titans. All right. He wants me to move on. Give me a dirty look. Uh, Cowboys Chargers. Get your tablet up. Let's go to this one next. Oh, you already have it up here already. All right. Uh, Cowboys have had a tough week of practice, uh, losing yeah. guys left Lyle and right. Lyle Collins is suspended. Um, no Darian Thompson. No, no Demarcus Lawrence. No Demonte Casey. No Demarcus Ty Lawrence. They lost in practice. Yeah. No Ty Nasecki. No Randy Gregory. No Tonu. No, no Neville Gailmore. No Robinson. No Mitch Hyatt. No Sean McKeon. No Michael Gallup, who's on my fantasy team. No Alanua, no Dodal, no Tristan Hill, no Kelvin Joseph, no Ball, and no Vasher. They don't have anybody left. Okay. What do we got in the Chargers side? Is that looking better? Um, Much better. Chargers, no Harris. Um, Balaga is out. Um, and Lloyd is out. That's, only, that's the only one. All right. Give the people what they want. They want your pick. What do you got here? Chargers-Cowboys. This is kind of a toss-up game. Three-point favorites for Chargers as I, far as the books are I'm concerned. I'm going to say that I, I think the Chargers are really good, but I'm going to say the Cowboys. I think Dak's 403 yards, the 139 of them being Cooper. So you're going upset Cowboys um, Cooper, despite the injuries. Cooper, Cooper caught 13 of the 16 best. I'm not thrilled with like Gala being out and Hill and Lawrence, but I think they had a good week one. And even though they lost to the Bucks, it was a Super Bowl champion Bucks. Right, and they hung in there. So you're going Cowboys. Yes. At the end of the day, you're not waffling. It felt sounded like you're waffling a bit. Okay, so he's going Cowboys. I think he's set. Uh you stole my thunder. I'm going upset, too. I'm going to say Cowboys, despite the injuries and all that stuff. I don't think Dak's going to let them lose. He looked phenomenal. Everyone talking about Brady and how the Bucks won, and they left too much time on the clock. I get that. Uh, Micah Parsons is going to obviously be better. They still have him. They still have some of the best linebackers. Vander Esch is a little bit more healthy than he was last year. Jalen Smith. I don't think Vander Esch was even a starter in week one. Doesn't matter. They can rotate him in. He's aggressive. He gets tackles. I, I do. I like the Cowboys in this one as well. Next, I take them with the, the points, but is, I think the Cowboys can upset this one. The next team is Chiefs and Ravens, I'm guessing. Is this what you're waiting for, yeah. huh? Okay, my Chiefs, Ravens, team, Sunday favorite, night football. My favorite team, the Ravens versus Coop's favorite team. Yes, Coop being his brother. Uh, what do we got in this one? This um, is all the over Chiefs, the place. Surprisingly, the Chiefs, only three-point favorites for the Chiefs. The Chiefs have two injuries. Willie Gay out, 
And Hoeing is out. Doesn't matter. And then there's the Ravens, Ravens list, which is four the pages Ravens long. Ravens have Jimmy Smith questionable, Josh Bryan's questionable, Derek Wolf out, L.J. Fort out, Nick Boyle out, um, Ronnie Stanley questionable, Marlon Humphrey questionable, Iman Marshall is out, Miles Boykin is out, Devin Duvernay is questionable, Marquise Brown is questionable, Khalil Dorsey is out, Dion Hayes is questionable. They're having a tough time, and their secondary is also banged up. They can't play man as well. They got kind of annihilated defensively. They struggled actually running the ball, believe it or not, except for that nice run by Tyson Williams, which made, made the stats look I a little told, differently. I told you last year that Tyson Williams... And like, here he is. I, I mean, I was, injury I was, after I was, injury, I was he's starting. about Tyson Williams, like, I was, I was hoping he got to play because I wanted to see how he was, but he was on the practice squad all season, didn't get to play. And now he starts the first game of the you season. You could have been their 12th stringer, and there's a chance you'd get to play this season the way that it's looking for them. They have so many injuries. All right. Um, Your seeing, favorite team. I am seeing, though, that the Ravens are expected. I'm seeing some stuff that the Ravens are done using one back and that they're going to use several rotating And Keep teams. in mind, the Ravens stink against Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah. What do you got here, football guy? I've got to go with the Chiefs, too. Going against his favorite team I'm because actually, he actually, cares about the integrity of I'm the show, actually, Chiefs. I'm actually thinking about benching Omar Jackson for Joe Burrow. Well, so... Um, however, though... Um, I'm surprised the Chiefs are only three-and-a-half-point favorites here. Ravens, With all the injuries for the Ravens, it's just too much. Decimating. The Ravens have Devontae Freeman, who just got elevated recently. Um, Patrick Rashard, Tyson Williams. I don't see Trent, Trent Cannon on here. Well... They probably haven't figured much out. And again, I don't think that's going to change a lot um, of stuff. But I, again, I'm shocked that the Chiefs aren't the favored by more. I'm thinking, though, it's is, a short week for the Ravens, too. The question I, the, that I think I have right now is what is going to happen with Le'Veon Bell? I don't know. I don't know if he'll ever come off the practice squad at this point. Uh, I don't think it matters. We're going Chiefs either way. And, and a football guy going against his, his, his favorite. Uh, we got one more game to cover. That's the Monday night game. Shocker that this game makes it to prime time. The Lions versus the Packers. The Lions had a nice little comeback. Um, I think the 49ers just took their, their foot off the pedal. Michael, Michael Brock is questionable. Um, Flowers is questionable. For the, this is the Lions, by the way. Um, Tyrell Williams out again. Oh, is out, like, no surprise at all. Um, Taylor Decker is out. Romeo Akwara is questionable. Um, Jeff Okuda is out. Um, Hunter Bryant is out. DeAndre Swift is questionable. That could be big. Packers without David Bakatori. There's like probably like the best one of the best tackles well, of the league. And that's that's the was, problem the Packers without, had. They they're struggling on their offensive yeah, line right that, now. Now without, they had a big defensive injury. Yeah, they're without Will Redmond. They're without Zayu Smith. Uh, Tyler Lancaster. Um, Josiah DeGura, Jay Sternberger. I'm struggling with some of these names now at this point. <laughs> So what do you got for me? Uh, Packers, obviously, very underwhelming performance in week one. They got just blown away by the Saints like they Aaron completely Ro caught off guard. Aaron Rodgers completed less than 20 passes. He didn't even complete, like, 17 or 18. He completed only 15 passes in 28 attempts. I, I read a story that, that if he threw the ball into the dirt every single pass that he had, he would have had a better QB rating than he had against the Saints. The Saints made but him look he, a fool. His rating is 36.8 right now. Let me ask, okay, so who do you pick? Let's get um, to that. I'm I'm saying the Lions easily. You're saying the Lions? Yeah. No. This is a bounce back game. Packers all you the way. You saw the Packers last week. I saw them. I don't think that that's a last week. I don't think that that's a microcosm of anything at this point. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
Aaron Rodgers, so I guess this will lead me to this. Aaron Rodgers over 300 yards. What do you think on that? No. No. Definitely not. I'm going to say put the bet in now. Over 300, 300 yards. I like Aaron Rodgers on this. This is a good bounce back game for them. Lucky for them that they get to play the Lions. They'll feel good about themselves after this one on Monday Night Football. Um, Packers are favored to win by 12. The football guy is saying the Lions, and he's saying Aaron Rodgers has another terrible game. Let me ask you this. Do you think Aaron Rodgers threw the game because he's so mad at the Packers organization? No. No, okay. All right, so he played normally, just played terrible. That was the worst version of Aaron Rodgers we've seen, but again... Overreaction hey, if you well, think he's not going to be over 300 if against you, the Lions. If, if you want to get a lot of money, buy an autograph Jordan Love card. Yeah, he'll be the quarterback sooner than later, I guess, right? Yep. Uh, let's have some fun with it. We have a little bit of time left. Let's dive through some props here that I want to take a look at. First game that I got pulling up, Denver Broncos, Jacksonville Jaguars. I uh, saw how bad that Jags team was. We talked about how... Um, Tyrod Taylor had the game of the century for himself. Teddy Bridgewater over 253 in this one. What are you thinking? Um, I'm saying, yes or no? Over I'm, 253 I'm passing saying, yards. I'm saying no for this one. No again. I would say, Football guy is I would, absolutely hating. I would say yes if he had Jerry Judy. Okay, because of Jerry. Listen, they got good. Sutton's still excellent. KJ Hamler's good. Noah Fant had a really nice I, game. I, I he feel, has I weapons. They have quite one sometimes. Um, all right. So let's let's move on. Let's do a Baker Mayfield prop, huh? Shall we? Yay. Baker Mayfield against the Texans, mind you. Uh over 259. 259 yards. Passing. Um, I'm gonna say yeah. You're gonna say yeah. I'm gonna also say yes as well. The only way is if this game is gets out of hand, but is, is there a Brandon Cooks prop out? Two fifty nine. Brandon Cooks prop out would be good, especially considering the one hundred thirty two yards last week. Well, again, that might be an overreaction, and the Browns have a very good, um, very good Do defense. Do you want me to give my response or not? Cooks sixty point five yards. Go ahead, let's do it. You're so high on Brandon Cooks. That's his number. What yep. do you think? 60 and a half yards. So he needs yep. to have 61. Yep. 60.5. Uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> mm. Although, in the same regard, Taylor does have to throw to somebody. I mean, honestly, I, I, I wouldn't really even look into this prop just because I think you get a bad sample size. The Jags defense was horrible. Uh, the Browns is much, much better. Uh, I would I would probably stay away from any of it. I do like Baker over the yards. Cooks. If I have to choose, I'm going to say no. Under 60 and a half yards. Uh, let's do the Rams. Let's do QB props. Matthew Stafford. Uh, over one and a half touchdowns. I, I Let's focus in on that. I think that's I think that's pretty good. One and a half for... for so he has to throw yeah. two touchdowns. What do you think? Yeah, Stafford can throw two touchdowns. Okay. I'm going yes, too. So you... Concisus, that means that's a good pick. Stafford, he could, he could probably do that until, two touchdowns. Say, I think he might get three. I'd say he could do that until 2025. <laughs> Let's take one more here. Let's do Jameis Winston. Let's have some fun with it. Winston, 240.5 yards. This is against a Panthers defense. Does he throw 241 or higher? Oh, uh, heck no. No! Listen, you got to have faith in Winston. He's they corrected his. They corrected his he's, eyesight. He set a record by having less than a, 
He's the first quarterback ever to have less than 150 yards, but like five plus touchdowns. You know, seeing that, I thought he dominated that game. 148. He threw five touchdowns though. I but the, the Packers were awful. They couldn't even hang on to the ball. He he just threw like every red zone trip. Alvin Kamara had 83 yards. Give me Winston over 240. I am shocked he had that under the yards. Five touchdown passes. That doesn't change your mind at all. And against the Panthers, I, mind I you. I love the five touchdown passes, but uh, but that many yards? No. It is a lot of yards. Okay, football guy says no on that one. So we're going to have to see how we do. We're hoping for a big rebound. Last week, football guy was 11 and 10, almost 500. And dad was 12 and 9. We'll see how we do this week. The numbers are in. Let's underdogs. Let's see what we got here. Uh, you're saying Lions. That's just a huge one. We're saying um, Titans was a big pick for us and the Cowboys. Uh, I'd say as far as underdogs go, that was one of the shockers that we've got going on here. Um, also liking the Bengals. We'll see how that turns out. All right, week in the books. Do you want to wrap up with anything? Any parting words for us here? Um, not much, really. Not much, really. Okay, well, numbers are in. We'll see how it turns out. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Let's get to 10 listens on this one guys 10 thank you for tuning in